0: hello hi i'm zanzi and welcome back to the healthworm zanzi podcast episode 104 proudly brought to you by healthworm zanzi i'm your host joe and i'm excited to walk this health and wellness journey with you remember nothing is of limits in this episode we delve into the world of forensic investigation a field predominantly occupied by males. However, we chat to Kanisa and who is a specialist forensic investigator with 10 years experience in the field. Her mission is to make a difference in South Africa by tackling one case at a time. Hashtag women in forensics. Kanisa, how are you doing? I'm great, Joanne. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm well, thanks. So glad to have this conversation with you, and thank you for joining us. We're going to be speaking specifically about your profession forensic investigation. Before we get into the detail of it, please tell us what this profession entails. Thank you so much,
1: Joanne, and I'm a specialist forensic investigator working for Bogang Africa under the division of Bogang Forensics. So basically what forensic investigations entail, It's the analysis of physical evidence, which can be related to a crime or to a fraudulent act. So basically what we do is we try to establish what happened, who was involved, Mm. where the crime occurred, why did it happen, how did it happen? And we then answer these questions by the analysis of the physical evidence that we collect. So that's basically, in a nutshell, what forensic investigation is all about.
0: Kanisa, when you talk about physical evidence, would it be substances or materials such as blood traces, hair evidence, bodily sort of, I don't know if I'm naming it correctly, but are these some of the physical evidences that you come across?
1: Absolutely, Joanne. So you spot on. So we have different types of forensic investigators. So evidence will differ depending on the case that we are working on. For example, you get your forensic accountants where perhaps we're doing financial statements where there's fraud that's being investigated or embezzlement of funds or Mm. the likes of your financial fraud-related cases. So you would then have documentation that will form part of that particular type of evidence. We'll also have your chartered accountants that will be assisting us with the analysis of certain transactions. And then you get your cyber forensics, which is your computer analysts, where we are analysing large pieces of data. So the data in which we analyse then becomes our evidence and the things that pick up the irregularities in the different data sets. And we also image devices such as computers, cell phones, iPads, printers to get information if we're trying to understand all these computer-related types of investigations. So whatever we pick up in the digital devices then becomes our evidence. Then you get your crime scene forensics, which is what you have touched on. It tells you that there could be items such as your blood, your urine, there could be vomit, there could be all sorts of substances on a particular crime scene. Then we get forensic pathologists that come in and come and analyze that kind of information for us. And so it differs from case to case. So physical evidence can be anything. Sure,
0: you've just opened a whole new world for me and I did not realize it's that intense and that complex and that deep because really everything and anything can be evidence then, right? Exactly. What was your introduction to this? I mean, it sounds very interesting. It sounds like, you know, I'm listening to a movie, actually. How were you drawn to this specific profession?
1: So, and let me tell you, when I was fresh out of high school, I had no idea <laughs> about forensic investigations and things like that, literally. So I went into varsity to further my studies and I studied BCom Finance, actually where I majored in accounting. Then when I started working after graduation, I worked for an audit firm. You know, with audit firms, they will have a variety of things that they do. So they will be involved in in tax and accounting and forensics, you know, as a division within the firm. And when I joined that organization, there was a forensic investigation project that was ongoing. And I got roped into that space. And that's when I actually came to learn about it. Mm. But prior to that, I had absolutely no idea of the field. And the minute I joined that project, I just became sold immediately. I knew immediately this is what I have been called to do in my life. I literally told myself, you know, had I known earlier in my life, I would have gone straight from high school and I would have studied forensics from the get-go I would not have wasted my time with accounting so that's how I became introduced to it and I became sold immediately and once I learned about it and because I was doing the physical work not having the academic backup I had to then go back to school and you know then I became a a member of the ACFE which is your certified fraud examiner and then I did my forensics.
0: You were so lucky to have stumbled on this profession right and because this profession is i would like to say maybe previously more male dominated do you think there's not enough information out there for females to be given information or educated about this field
1: Yeah, especially back in the day maybe about 10 years ago it wasn't very popular especially to us females it was something that was quite foreign you know and it was male dominated and actually still is even now there isn't a lot of information that people have because we also do have this career outreach that we do within our organization where we go out to high schools and we tell specifically females like young women about forensic investigations so there needs to be more information out there but as time and as years go by, it has improved. You know, it's much better now than it used to be. And it's offered in a lot of institutions than it was back then, so at least. Okay,
0: just on that point, males have something to offer, but females have something to offer as well. What do you think, as you know, a female forensic investigator, what are some of the valuable contributions which are specific to being a female? What do you think you bring to that?
1: You know, Joe, this is my opinion. I believe that females bring a unique advantage to forensic investigations because women are just wired differently to men. We approach Mm. things differently. So with the cases that we deal with, they are very sensitive. And, you know, when people are being accused of crime, it's very intense and it can get very aggressive. So with women we bring that sense of compassion, you know, we are easier to speak to, we are less scarier. When it comes to questioning people, doing interviews or interrogations, you'll find that a lot of people, male and females, relate better to women because of the approach that females usually use in opposed to the aggression that men usually have, you know. So that's one of the advantages that I think women have. And I feel like when you show that approach, you have a chance of getting more information than when you become aggressive, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And then another thing, I think women are very creative, are very innovative. We always demonstrate ways in which we can deal with cases differently because women are very curious. We always like to explore the gray area. You know, we want to understand This might have happened, but why did it happen this way? Can we try and check if, was this person involved? It's not always just black and white for us. There's always that curiosity that women always have, you know, let's explore this avenue and see what we can find. It helps a lot with cases. And, you know, with men sometimes, not all of them, but it's usually black or white. With us, we're very patient and we like to just... Take things, Take things slower and try and assess things from all kinds of perspectives, making sure we leave no stones unturned so that we can satisfy ourselves that we are on the right track. So I think those are the, the two that I can mention.
0: Kanisa, previously you just made mention of when you started off, you didn't really have the education background to complement your experience or what you were doing. So if there's a youngster, that's really interested going into this field, that, that wants to explore it. What are the type of subjects that you think they should be focusing on at school? But what is the pathway post-school? So you're, you're looking at your tertiary education.
1: So the nice thing with forensic investigations, there isn't particular high school subjects that okay. are aligned with this particular field. So they won't necessarily say maths is a requirement or physics or anything like that. Anything that you study, in fact, you can even do maths literacy and you'll still qualify to be enrolled in forensic investigations. So in the tertiary institutions, I said previously, a lot of institutions are now offering the pure forensic investigations as a course. So they can go straight into it. And the nice thing with forensics is also quite broad. You can major in pure forensics, you can major in forensic accounting, forensic pathology, cyber forensics. So a lot of institutions now have all these offers that people can branch into. So it's it's literally for everybody.
0: That's great. I mean, Sounds like a very inclusive field that you can really use your everyday skills, and of course, with you know added knowledge. But it shouldn't be an exclusive thing, yeah. and sometimes that might be the perception. Absolutely. And then, lastly, before I let you go, Kanisa, I know this is more on the breakdown of the different types of forensic investigations that they are, but looking at the more crime-related one. And if we just have to look at it through the lens of, you know, female safety. So are there any tips that you can give? And this might be sort of a dramatic question, for lack of a (laughs) better word. But are there any tips, tricks or suggestions that females can leave behind if they are in a tricky situation? What are the best sort of clues to leave? If they are in a dangerous situation. Yes.
1: With us in our organization, it's a female-dominated organization, and we always encourage our people to be vigilant at all times because, you know, forensic investigations are not for the lighthearted. You need to be brave and courageous. You need to have a thick skin because you're Mm -hmm. dealing with gruesome things most of the time. So if you are aware of your surroundings, that assists you to better prepare yourself for any kind of danger that you could be in. So, for example, if you are walking in a mall or you are driving somewhere and you notice that you're being followed, you immediately have to report that. You don't have to find yourself in a situation where you are attacked before you can notify anybody, either the police or us internally in the organization. So if you are vigilant, that assists a lot because you always guarantee that your surroundings are safe. So, I think that's the most important thing that we always emphasize. And we don't do this thing when we are working on a case where we post on social media because people might know that you are working on a particular case and you might be targeted because people then know where you are. You get into a hotel, you check in on Facebook, you post pictures. Those sort of things are not allowed, mainly because we're trying to protect ourselves and also our clients. That's what we practice
0: the important message or what I hear you saying is, you know, whether you are at a mall or whether you're a female driving alone in a car or wherever you are, just always be vigilant. I think that's the best thing you can be. Be aware of your surroundings and your context. Uh, Kanisa, thank you so much for your time and just for shedding some light on this very interesting profession, continuing changing the world where you are. And thank you so much for what you are doing.
1: Thank you very much, jo. And You know, I wouldn't trade this career for anything. Like you said, it's like living in a movie every day from case <laughs> yeah. to case. It's very interesting. So you never get bored. But I'm very honored and I'm, I'm happy to have shed some light. And I hope it touches a few people and they can be encouraged to come and join this amazing field that we are in.
0: Thank you for joining this week's episode of the Health for Mzansi podcast. For more on our forensic investigation chat, check out healthwormzanzi.co.za Now remember, if you are in a medical jam or just curious about some health and wellness trends, you can send an email to hello at healthwormzanzi.co.za or send a message to 076 132 0454. Yeah with a blue tech. So there you have it, girls and guys. Forensic investigation is not for the faint-hearted, but for anyone who has the heart for it. Go on out there and occupy those spaces. Until next time, keep well, stay healthy, signing out, your girl Joe.